Cole Caulfield is in the NHL on Monday. The Stevens Point native made his debut with the Montreal Canadiens. Before his NHL debut, before the Hobie Baker Award, before the gold medal, Caulfield's career started right here in central Wisconsin in a Spash uniform. I talked with former line mates Barrett Brooks and Dane Hoyer. They were both freshmen when they shared a line with Cole Caulfield. And we talk about Caulfield's insane ability when he was in high school and how he doesn't even surprise them anymore because of how many ridiculous things he did while he was in a Panther uniform. This was a wonderful conversation to go over what will surely be a great career. What was it like to play alongside this guy? Crazy. Honestly, crazy. It was, it was more of just get him the puck and get to open ice because he was going to find you or he was going to find the back of the net. Like I remember during high school hockey, he, he uh, I think he went like on a six-game hat trick streak or something. Like it was – I can ask Dane and it was just crazy. Like he was just like – when is this guy not going to score? Because it was just insane. Because uh-huh. you you both were freshmen that year, right? He was a sophomore, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Um, it's got to be easy offensively to play alongside him. I mean, he, he's got to open up so much of the ice for you. Yeah, he makes Yeah, he makes it very easy to play. Yeah, yeah it's, mm-hmm. he just finds you no matter where you are. It's, it's awesome. Did you get to watch the debut last night or see some highlights? I did. I watched the whole game. Yeah. Well, what, what was it like to, to see him on the big stage like that? It was awesome. And then he uh, he started against in the faceoff, starting faceoff against Goudreau. It was awesome. Hobie Baker with Hobie Baker. It was really cool. Uh huh. Dan, did you get that chance to tune in or see some highlights? I did watch the debut. I was I was actually following it on Twitter the uh, first period or two because. Uh, uh, my billets are actually huge Dallas Stars fans, so they were watching the Dallas game, and I was like, "Hey, can I watch the Montreal game on the TV?" And they were like, "Well, we're kind of, we kind of want to watch the Dallas game." So I was just kind of following it live on uh, Twitter and everything. But uh, the third period, I was watching, and he looked really good out there, in my opinion. Um, uh-huh. He was he was shooting the puck, which is what he knows how to do. So, yeah, I mean, was it kind of crazy to see him on that big stage? I know it's been a meteoric rise over these last few months, but. Um, to see him finally make it to the NHL, how cool was that? Oh yeah, it's a surreal moment. Uh, like you, you just like being able to, like you know the guy pretty personally, and uh, you you used to play with him, and you know like what he's capable of. But uh, at, at the other, at the same time, I'm not really surprised one bit that he made his way there. I mean, he's his work ethic, his uh, you know, just the way that he brings himself around is just he's a special player. So I'm not surprised one bit. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Barrett about offensively what it's like to play alongside this guy. Uh, what was it like? Just, just walk me. Through. Uh, no. Yeah. It's well, my freshman year uh, is when I actually played with him. And uh, the first game I was playing on the second line with uh, two seniors. So I was like kind of thrown into the mess right away. But after that, I was on a line with Barrett and Cole after that. And uh, wow, was that like a huge transition just from one game to the next. So um, I mean, he, he just thinks the game so well, it's like, just makes you look like makes you just makes you better. Um, just the way how he, how he moves the puck, how he, you know, like if you make, give him a bad pass, he's going to catch it every single time. Um, uh, you just pretty much find your tape every single time, you know, he's just got great hockey sense. So, um, yeah, I would say just, it's just makes things way easier out on the ice. Playing with I was going to say, I mean, I, I was telling Barrett this too. I mean, it, it's gotta be so much easier. Number one, all the pressure is off you, right? Cole's going to open oh. up 
the ice for you, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, I would say all the pressure's off because uh, you want to perform with him. You know, you that's don't want That's fair. Yeah, that, that that's like the only thing. Otherwise, no. Like, I mean, he makes things easier. You're kind of just you're at, after a while. You're kind of out there. Oh, like I'm just playing. You know, it's just he he makes it a lot easier for us. You, yeah, you just have so much fun like when you play with him because yeah. you know like he's gonna find you. You just have to get the open ice and then. Like we just had fun together. It was a great time. What about um, opposing defenses? I mean, of course, they're going to focus a lot of their efforts on Caulfield. What were some of the things they tried to do to stop this guy? Because he wasn't going to get stopped. I think he had 50 goals his sophomore year. They double team him. They sent two guys on him. And what at, did that he do? Point, at that point, Dan and I just had to just had to get open because then he would just chip it, and we just we just end up trying to score like. Even when he was double teamed, I mean, he yeah. would just take control either way. I mean, it's it was pretty unbelievable to watch. I mean, he would just score on demand at some games. Like if we were down like a goal or two, he'd like he would be calm. Everybody else kind of be like in a frenzy a little bit, especially us young guys. And he would just be calm and just go out there and make the game simple and just score. Like that, it was just that simple. He would just go out there and I, much I score. Told, I told Noah about his like streak where he had like a hat trick in six games straight or something. Yeah, like some ridiculous. Yeah. No. Ridiculous. I mean, at, at that point, nothing surprises you, right? You just expect oh. the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, like everyone's always like, oh, you played with Cole Caulfield. Like what's this with that? I'm like, do you think he's going to do well? And like, obviously, yeah. Like every, everybody, like me and Barrett just knew that we just know the way he plays, the way he approaches, approaches the game. Like there's no doubt at all in our minds. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I was talking to your coach a couple of days ago and one thing he brought up quite a bit was that, you know, a, a lot of the people would say or naysayers, if you want to call them that, would say that Caulfield was a bit undersized. Right. But he made up for that in so many different ways. What was his work ethic like to, to, to you know, to maximize his ability on the ice? OK, well, I was lucky enough to play with Cole starting our peewee year in uh for our youth organization in Stevens Point. So I played with Cole before I even got to Spash um, with Team Wisconsin and all that other stuff too. So I was lucky to see him grow and develop as a player. And, you know, one thing I thought of before we even started the interview was um, his dad was our coach for our peewee team. And I remember a quote that his dad talked about all the time I don't know, Dane, Dane might know it too, but it was uh, once you get comfortable, it's time to quit. And if you if you ask him about that quote, he'll tell you that his dad always, ta- always talked about it and his dad brought it up to our team. And I think Cole lived by that quote each and every day because he was never comfortable with how he played and he was never comfortable with how he practiced. You know, each and every day he stepped on the ice and he wanted to get better and you could definitely see it with his transition from you know peewee to triple a hockey to dominating high school to then dominating college hockey and now he's in the nhl so yeah i think that's just something that he lives by and he always has and obviously with him and brock they pushed each other um even more every day by living together so um yeah that's just something i thought about um, before this interview even started. He was a rink rat, right? I mean, he, he yeah, just couldn't he off the ice. Yeah, no, he wouldn't get off the ice. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, obviously it helped his dad worked at the rink there in Stevens Point. So, you know, he could get ice, obviously. And then he would, you know, invite Dane and I or some other guys out there. And we would be out there for four hours, you know, just working on little stuff. And it goes a long way. And obviously you could see that. Mm-hmm. Of course. And one thing with that quote, and then I'll go to Dane. Uh, I believe I was going through some of his interviews with the Badgers. And a few months ago, he actually said that in one of his interviews. It's something that he mm-hmm. You can he he reiterates that. I mean, once you get satisfied, it's time to quit. I mean, there's yeah. you, know, you can t- con- continuously get better. Um, yeah. Dane, what about um, what you notice about his work ethic? Yeah, so going off with what Barrett said, like I just noticed how Cole was just always like an innovator. He was always you know trying new things, like things that no one would ever even think about trying. And you're just seeing him like, like and like the thing is, is you would think that he would just not fail. Like he's just a naturally gifted player. Like he would fail all the time. He would do a bunch of different things, a bunch of different things to try new things. And uh, he just like found so many different ways to score. I mean, he would just work on like Barrett said, the little things. And uh, like, just when it goes to like the small things, like tipping pucks, like, I don't know if you saw his, I think it was like his third AHL goal. It was a tip from the high slot. I mean, like he's probably worked on tips with us 50 plus times at like pretty much every day that I skate with him. Like just like little things, the way he scores, uh, catching it off his feet, shooting, catching it off his backhand, shooting, you know, um, catching out of midair, shooting, like just all these little things. He would just find new ways to try and score, try to get better. So, yeah, like just always getting better. Like every single day he would just try and get better, I would say, is how his work ethic is, you know, just always relentless, you know, never, never skip a day. So what would he just coach himself? Like you guys would just join him and he, he oh. just things and be like i want to try this he's pretty much our coach pretty much i mean we would have like our coaches on the ice but he would run drills and we'd go especially in the summer when we skated with him in the summer we would uh uh he would just like run drills we would just kind of follow him and try and just pretty much do exactly what he was doing but then he would do like even crazier things and you're like oh like what the heck's going on but you know um no like yeah he would just he's just uh like he'll he's just a hockey like junkie he loves everything hockey so he's always learning how to do new things and uh teaching himself pretty much there you sound like you had some things to add to that you were shaking your head the whole time well yeah like on twitter if you look at twitter on montreal and stuff like that i just see the moves that he does like everyone's just like oh that's so crazy whatever and dane and i are just like we talk to each other it's like yeah we see that all the time like Yeah, you see even crazier stuff than that. Like he does, he does some stuff sometimes where Dane and I just look at each other and we're just like, "This kid's gonna play in the NHL someday," and we know it, and he's gonna have a crazy career. And yeah, and he's going to, and you can see that. Did you know he was special from the first time you met him, or was there a moment where it clicked? No, it was probably the first time I met him. What was yeah. that first time? I mean, do you remember that moment? So I moved to Stevens Point. Um, I lived in Texas before that, and I moved to Stevens Point when I was 11. And um, at that time, I tried out for the Pee Wee team, and he was um, trying out for that team too. And as soon as I stepped on the ice with him, like you could just tell that he was he was pretty pretty crazy. And then you know I started to get close with him. We started to hang out more, and you know we would go over to his house and stuff like that. And, you know, at the time, 11 years old, you would think, Oh, what are we going to do? Play some video games, do all that stuff. And he's like, 
oh, let's go shoot pucks downstairs in the basement or let's go stick handle. Let's watch an NHL game. And, you know, at that point, you're just like, this kid's all about hockey, like nonstop. And I'm like, I asked him, I was like, do you ever like, you know, do other stuff? And he's like, well, I play video games, but like NHL. And I'm like, okay, well, is, is anything else hockey? And he's like, well, yeah. And he played baseball growing up, you know, we try to do other different sports like that. And I came close with them for during baseball and, but everything was something to do with the sport and hockey. And, you know, he just loved, loved to compete. His compete level was crazy. And you could ask Dane, um, him and Brock would compete with each other all the time, you know, just to get better downstairs. They would, if they lost, they would fight and it would just be, it would just be, you know, what can I do to be better at a sport every single day? And it was awesome. I love to see it. I just love to be a part of it actually, because it made me better too. So. What do you remember about that, about how much this guy surrounded himself with hockey and his relationship with his brother? I actually, I didn't really get to play with him too much until my freshman year of high school. So I didn't really get to fall. Like I was, a, I'm a 2002 birth year. So uh, Barrett got to play with uh, Cole yep. uh, every other year because uh, he was an 01 birth year. It's just kind of how everything works out. So, um, like, I obviously knew of him. I Like, he knew of me, like, but we didn't really get too close until my freshman year. But you could definitely tell, like, I mean, this guy, like, would just be shooting pucks all the time, like, at eight years old. I mean, like, just, like, crazy stuff. And, like, usually when you're that young, you have no idea what you want to do yet. Like, you're kind of just, like, going with the flow and everything. Um but I mean, this this guy had a goal from day one that he wanted to be a hockey player, and uh, it was very easy to tell that way. Especially just how much better he was at the game than everybody else, even just being smaller than everybody at a young age. So, and even aside from that, talking about his personality, something a lot of people mention is his smile and how he's always just happy. And we kind of talked about it a little bit. He couldn't get away from the game of hockey. He just mm-hmm. loved it so much. What was it? that smile and his personality that was just so infectious to a team yeah no in in the locker room it's probably the biggest thing for you is uh when your leader is always having a good time like it's I mean, you know at the end of the day it's a hockey game it's a game and he he want he definitely helped like so as a freshman you know you got a lot of nerves especially at the beginning of the year um but he definitely made it a more of like a, a really easy environment to like get along with you know like just kind of like ease into it like i was i felt like it felt like i was one of the guys right away and he was a big part of that so just um his personality definitely helps it's just contagious as you said before so barrett yeah you just walk into a room and you see a smile and you're just like this guy Mm -hmm. just loves being here like you just walk into the locker room and he's always smiling, laughing, having a good time because as soon as he steps into the rink, that's like, like that's a second home. You know, it doesn't matter where he is. He could be in Montreal. As long as he's at the rink every day, he loves, he loves it. Like he it doesn't matter. Like he just, he loves being on the ice. He always smiles on the ice. You see all the videos of him and like I saw his mom posted a picture the other day on her Instagram and it was from kindergarten and it was a survey that they filled out. And on the bottom, it said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, an NHL hockey player. And he knew that he knew that growing up, that's what he wanted to do. And 
yeah, I mean, he, he, it's infectious. It makes everyone around him happier. And he was a great leader because of his smile, just because of his smile. It wasn't because he was our best player or whatever. It was just because he loved, loved being there. He loved the game and it made everyone around him love the game even more too. So Dane, could you back that up? Oh yeah. And that's a bear hit on the head there. Yeah. He, uh, he's just like, when, when you're kind of like having a bad ship, like he'll, he'll, he'll get you back up. Like he's like, Hey, just, just, just keep going. You know, like he's always like a positive influence. Like, I don't know. I, I just think that like, he was really good with like the little things for sure. So. Mm-hmm. Of course. What was your guys's and Barry, you've talked about it a little bit, but your personal relationship with Cole, um, was it, was it, you know, a lot on the ice? What did you guys do when you, when you weren't playing or were you always just playing? Yeah, I'll go. Um, so like I said before, like I obviously like we knew of each other. Uh, we, we would like actually play baseball against one another and all the all this stuff. He was always like a really nice kid, you know, never th- thought of himself as being above anybody else. Like a normal kid that wanted to like just have have a good time, like playing hockey, playing baseball, whatever it was, you know. So that's uh, another thing I admire about him as well is he was just another guy. But, you know, like that just just shows a lot about his character. But um. No, like my freshman year of high school, I mean, like I'm going in, like probably I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make the team. I'm doing all this, all that. And like during tryouts, I mean, he was just already welcoming, really nice to me. Like, just like, like, uh, like just really nice guy to like be around. And I was just like, oh, wow. Like I thought this guy was like, like, like really, I was just scared of the guy. Just to be honest with you, I was like really nervous. Um, but eventually like over over time like once i got put on the line with him and barrett i was like wow like this guy's like really took me under his wing like he's taught me a lot about the game but uh no he uh we i actually went we, me and barrett were at the junior high school at seventh through ninth grade in stevens point so we didn't actually go to the school to, with him to, together so it wasn't like we were having the same classes or whatever like that but uh when we got to the rink i mean like we had like just that connection like we were just it was just really nice. And it was, you know, it was just, uh, I, I, he just like really took me under his wing, I guess you could say, like, was like an older brother to me in, in a sense. So in, in just one year too. And he was, he was yeah. only a year older than you. I mean, yeah, I know he was a yeah. senior guy, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, when I moved here from Texas, it was a big shift in hockey in that aspect. And like I'll admit, I was probably the worst player on our PB team, and he was definitely intimidating for me. But the more I hung out with him, the more I skated with him, the more I did all that other stuff, you know, the more we got closer. And, you know, then we started hanging out off the ice together, whether it was um, we would play baseball together or, um, you know, if we just went to each other's houses, you know, we would be downstairs, we'd be shooting pucks, we'd be doing a bunch of stuff, just having fun. Like, and when I say this stuff, you're just like, oh, you guys are shooting pucks. Like, was it serious? It wasn't serious at all. Like we were just having a good time. And um, I think it, it doesn't matter what he did. It, he just always had, always had fun. Like if we were outside playing wiffle ball together or if we were shooting basketball hoops, he would just, you know, have a smile on his face and you would just love hanging out with him. And I was lucky enough to, you know, hang out with him for those, 
um, what, five years before uh, high school. And then obviously during those five years, Dane was uh, too young to play with Cole and I. So he wasn't able to uh, be on our team. But as soon as we, we were, uh, Dane and I made that splash team our freshman year. Um, yeah, we knew that us three were, we were going to play together eventually, you know, not right away, but eventually. And, uh, yeah, I was super happy the, the way we, the way we played. And luckily we were able to play with Cole before he moved on to the national program. Cause we knew he was going to eventually. Yeah. I was, that's a good segue. I know. I mean, you talk about how special he is. Of course, he's going to eventually move on. Did yeah. conversation with you guys when he made that decision? What was that, that like? I mean, yeah, he was just like, we were really happy for him. That That's, that's for sure. I mean, like it was just another thing, like how he made the NHL, like we weren't surprised at all that he was going to make the team. Like, obviously there's some ifs and buts about it, about his size, you know, and everything. So when he was selected, I mean, we were so happy for him, you know, like he deserved everything that he got cause he just works, works his butt off for it. So um, it was a, it was a really special moment when we found out that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, we definitely weren't surprised and, you know, he had an unreal team Wisconsin triple A season. He was lucky enough to go up and play with the six or the 16s or the 18s that year before he went to the national programs program, his 17 year. And he scored a game winner to take him to the national tournament at the U18 level. And at that point, I think everyone was just like, he's playing U18 hockey against kids who are 18 years old and he's 16 and he's scoring game winners and you know we just weren't surprised we, we knew that I mean I knew at the age of at the age of 14 the U14 year that he was going to be on the list for that team so like Dane said we didn't think it was a big surprise but you know you, you see the the guys who come out of that that national program you know those NHLers, and we were just super, super happy for him because we knew they were going to make him, you know, ten times better than he was before. And obviously, you could see that him playing with Hughes and putting up all those points, breaking those records, it was awesome for him. So we're super happy that he was he was able to. Oh yeah, you started talking about it right there. But what's it been like to watch him rise up the hockey ranks these these last few years? I mean, specifically these last six months have been incredible. Um, but- to play for the Badgers and to have the success he, he had. He won gold at juniors. He's now a Hobie Baker award winner and suddenly in the NHL. What's it been like to watch? And I'm sure you guys still talk to him, but, you know, sort of from afar, watch the success that he's had. Uh, probably the biggest thing is that I'm just, like, so happy and, like, proud for him. Like, I'm just so proud of him because um, a lot of there's a lot of doubters, especially with his size and everything like that. Like, no one's really – expected like every year he's just moved up a level and just excelled at that level so um breaking records at the program going to wisconsin as a freshman being all like the big 10 uh scorer the big 10 scoring champion and first team uh all big 10 and then the next year just unanimous big 10 player of the year like just 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 building all this this uh repertoire up and it's like I like we're obviously not surprised, but I'm just like so happy for him and so proud of him because, you know, like he's he's gone through a lot in terms of like like the the doubters who don't especially just people that I talk to. Like they're like, oh, yeah, do you think he's really going to cut it with his with his size? And I'm like, yeah, like I, I know what what, he, what it's like. So like 
you know, I'm just really, really proud of him to actually like just prove everybody else who doesn't think he's going to do well, you know, prove him wrong. So. Yeah. It, it, for me on my size, if you check how tall I am, I'm the same height as cool. So for, for me, it, it makes me look forward to playing division one college hockey and getting to the next level. Cause you know, you have resources there. Um, you have people who want you to be successful. So, um, it makes me look forward to obviously I'm super happy with you know his development I don't Dana and I weren't surprised at all you know people are saying oh he's too small he's too small I'm like yeah I'm too small too but you know it doesn't matter like if if you can if you can do the little things that he does you could play at the NHL level you could see it in Johnny Gaudreau you can see it in a lot of other players in the NHL and you know we're super happy that he had the success that he had at the national program. I think they made him a lot better there. And then obviously we knew he was going to dominate the division one level as soon as his freshman year was over and he decided to come back for another year. Um, yeah, we weren't surprised that he won the Hobie two with 30, 30 goals and 31 games. He's just a goal scorer. So we're, we're super proud of him, super happy. So. Do you two still talk to him? Keep in contact. Yeah, we. I still keep in touch. We both still keep in touch. What What, what are some things that you guys talk about? Just like we just kind of like check in a lot because I mean that guy's got especially like this last month of April. I mean everybody's just giving him props because he won the Hobie Baker. You know he's he got his first AHL appearance with like four points and. Two games like just like he's just having like a crazy that was the same weekend too like that's yeah, nothing yeah. ridiculous about me. You know, like he's just he's on cloud nine right now and it's only going to get better for him but uh no we still like we still have like we still know that we're pretty like close and we like we've uh just been keeping in touch like hey how are you doing like just definitely congratulating him on pretty much every milestone which is like every other day it seems like the last month so um yeah no just just like regular old things. We don't, sometimes we talk about hockey. Sometimes we don't, you know, it's just, he's just a really good guy to talk to good mentor to have. So. Yeah. I, Dane pretty much nailed it on the dot, you know, whether it's just reminiscing about old times or, you know, congratulating him. Obviously I've just let him, um, I haven't talked to him over the past couple of months just because of how busy he's been and all that other stuff. So, I obviously congratulated him. He responded to me. We talked for a little bit, but um, you know, I pretty much just let him be and, you know, get into Montreal, get things settled there. And then um, now I can't wait. Can't wait to give him a hug if I see him next time and tell him how proud I am of him. So, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I know you said you haven't really had a chance to talk to him in these last couple of months. If you guys could, you know, say one thing to him right now, what would that be? that I'm just so proud of him. Uh, like, just like, I don't know. I would, I would just say, just, I'm so proud of him, you know, like just keep it going, you know, like you've been, been in the same spot before. We have so many people behind you. So, um, yeah, just a bunch of words of encouragement. I would probably give him, you know, just, you know, he's, he's a special, he's a special player, special person. So, um, he's going to do really, really well in the NHL. That's for sure. Yeah, I would just tell him, you know, whether you're in the NHL or the AHL, keep your head up. It's you're gonna tear up both of them. You're gonna score your first goal eventually. You know, we all believe in you. Um, 
there's so many people here that have your back and uh you know just tell them that you know we love them so I'm sure Caulfield's going to love hearing those words. Now, as said earlier in the podcast, this is a dream Cole has had since he was in first grade, and that smile on the ice is infectious. You can tell he just loves to be there. That's all for this episode. Now, there is a video story on our website, WSAW.com. I also talked with Spash coach Brandon Bussey to go over the glory days of Caulfield in a Spash uniform. Make sure to check that one out. But until next time, take care.